0: you. Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast, a podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale, who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in, and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the dead knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, Emlola Bodeogudigwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife, and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired, and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood, and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. Yesterday, I did something absolutely selfish. I took an action that affected my kids, that affected my husband, and I will do it again in a heartbeat, no hesitation. Today, we're talking about the power of selfishness, how selfishness is one of the superpowers of motherhood. And at the end of this, I'm going to give you three things that help me to take this step time and time again. And trust me, you're going to want to hear that, right? So, what happened? My kids didn't go to school. Yesterday was a school day, and my kids didn't go to school. Nobody was ill. There was no emergency. But mama was tapped out. And you see... We need to start rethinking and redefining our concept of motherhood. You know how, like a lot of things in life, right? Um, we don't stop to think about things. We just accept them as this is the way things are supposed to go because this is how we met it. So my people, the Yorubas will say that we do things this way because this is how it's always been done. But... Thankfully, you know, I have a problem with wokeness, a lot of the wokeness culture, but it has birthed some good things, which is mindfulness and thoughtfulness and us questioning certain certain norms. And for me, a big part of that is parenting and motherhood. Where did our definition of motherhood come from, right? Usually from watching our own mothers and their own mothers. And usually it's in the context of sacrifice, Oh, a mother sacrifices for her children. Oh, a mother gives this up for her children. And trust me, I understand that definition. Because for me, parenting is sacrifice to a large degree. Let's let's not sugarcoat it, right? But where I have a problem is the fact that we have imbibed this definition subconsciously that it is a sacrifice of everything to our own detriment. And that is where the problem comes in. I work with um, women, right? I work with moms. And the first thing that drops to the bottom of the priority list, when there are other things calling for attention, when there are other things dragging at our coattails, right? With time, with focus, with energy, even with money. The first thing that drops to the priority pile is our well-being, our fitness, our health goals, weight loss goals, whatever it is, right? Check it out. You're crushed for time. The first thing that you're going to drop usually for a lot of people is, okay, you know what? I can't do that workout right now because I need to get the kids ready, blah, 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 blah. And that is understandable. But there is a problem when this happens time after time after time after time. And so I always bring my clients to the viewpoint that, you know what? There has to be a degree of selfishness in you if you're going to be the kind of parent that you envisage yourself to be. There has to be a degree of selfishness of, no, I am taking this for me. If we're going to be able to mother in quote, the way we want, right? I kept the kids at home because I I had a crazy busy week. My week, usually the last week of the month is crazy for me because, you know, oh, you're rounding up work for the month. You're doing your monthly shopping, um, meeting with clients, meeting with groups. I'm coaching so many things. But usually I'll have the weekend to rest. But this weekend wasn't like that either, right? And then on Monday was my husband's birthday and we had a little thing at home. So at the end of the day, I just looked at him and I was like, you know what? I I can't do, I can't deal tomorrow. I can't do anything. The kids will stay home. And you know, the sky is not going to fall. Now it could have been easy to say, okay, you know what? You just take them and handle it. But I knew that there was no way that they won't want to come in and kiss. Good morning. Or I sleep very lightly or some disturbances and all. So, you know what selfishly again, so that I could sleep in. I was like, you know what? Nobody's going nowhere tomorrow. We'll all sleep in and chill. The sky is not going to fall. We'll catch up with homework, whatever. I had to take that decision and I call them my selfish cards. I pull them out once in a while, right? When I know that I am getting to my wit's end. And this is what I need us moms to understand. That the concept of sacrifice is not to the detriment of our own health, wellness, whether that is mental, whether that is physical, whether that is spiritual, right? You used to have a time when you get up in the morning and pray and do all that. But now to big traffic, to get the kids ready to, I'm not saying all those things are not important. They are very important, but what we need to understand, and I like to say that moms usually serve as the thermostat of the house. So if mom's mood is up, everything is up. If mom's mood is down, it affects everything. When we think of our mothers, right? And we think that, oh, you, you have some people who will say, oh my gosh, I stopped my education, right? So that, oh, I turned down those promotions so that this and this and that I could take care of the kids. I could be there for the kids. And it's understandable that happens um, in seasons. Life is in seasons. I'm one. I've done that quite a number of times. Turn things down because the kids are my priority. The family is my priority. But there has to be a line. It cannot be a continuous thing because resentment was certain. So you say you want to lose weight. And the things that you need to do to lose weight, right, are sort of like competing with other things that are going on in your life. And you keep saying, I don't have the time to do it. I don't have the time to work out. I don't have the time to eat right. But that resentment is building in you because every time you try on clothes, every time you have to get ready for work, every time you stand in front of the mirror, you are not happy with what you're seeing in the mirror. And then this sacrifice that you're making, in quote, starts to become a sore point with the people you're making the sacrifice for. And so you find yourself resentful. I mean, you have children who their parents sacrificed every single thing on this earth, who their mom sacrificed every single thing on this earth, and they're in therapy because the sacrifice was resentful. It wasn't cheerfully done. It wasn't done from a place of, you know, wellness. It was done from a place of stress. And this is what I want us to start thinking that when your body is not in the right place, and we usually think of the body in isolation, but our systems are intertwined from your mental to your physical to your spiritual. I focus on the body so much as a way to help women get into other areas of their lives and start building on it because how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? So I know that if something can happen in the physical right? It can translate into the mental. It can translate into the, you know, spiritual because physical, you see it. Okay. Then you take the principles from this and then you are able to extrapolate, you know, how it can be applied to other areas. So for example, let's talk about weight loss. For somebody to lose weight so um, sustainably um, and keep it off, right? There has to be a degree of discipline. I always say that for me, a weight loss journey, a fitness journey is the most... I don't know the word it for me. It has been been the biggest driver of personal growth and development because you have to develop discipline. You have to change your mindset. You have to learn to do things that you don't want to do when you have to do them, right? You have to be able to push yourself. You have to be able to show up for yourself. And I've been able to take those discipline to help me in other areas of life, to help me in parenting, to help me in business, to help me in, you know, so many things, so I focus on that a lot because I know that when women are able to handle this, then we're able to take those principles and apply it in other areas. And so every area of our lives are intertwined. So if we're struggling, like weight loss, you're not happy with how your body is, but you're continuously having to sacrifice for everybody and everything. You can't make the time to work out, blah, blah. blah. Then that resentment sets in. And so I always give myself. A selfishness card when it's needed. Now, I'm not talking about the woke selfishness. I'm not talking about the new definition of, you know, motherhood, um, you know, uh, no, just because I've had a m- child, it doesn't mean that um, I can't live my life or I can't do whatever, jet setting up and down and, you know, not being there for the kids. That is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that we need to start recognizing when we are getting to the end point, when it's about to be a tipping point, And then you pull out one of those selfish cards, right? Guilt and service, when we feel, you know, guilty that we are not sacrificing everything as we are supposed to do, and then we interwine that with the love we have for the children, and then there's resentment, it just becomes a whole lot of muddled emotions that will tend to burst out in some way or the other, you know. So here, I'm talking about selfishness. Now I want to move into how we are going to apply it to help you to crush those fitness and weight loss goals because time is a commodity time is the most expensive commodity, it 's the most expensive resource that even expensive doesn't encompass its definition because we can buy it right we can buy it we can buy time and so it's the resource that we usually appropriate in ways that serve others more than us again remember i'm not dealing with the woke definition of um Um, you know, motherhood or looking at the selfishness that is at the detriment of others. But at times, it has to be at the detriment of something like, now my kids couldn't go to school, right? But it's not something that is going to affect them, you know, so much. Or I'm not going to be taking them out of school every week because I need to chill. You know, that kind of thing. So, selfishness as a motherhood superpower. Again, you can't parent at a level that is beyond your own wellness. Let me take that again. Let me explain what I mean by that, right? You cannot parent effectively. You cannot be the kind of mom you want to be to your kids when you are not well. There is a difference. When I'm t- now, somebody is saying, oh, I'm not ill, I'm not sick, I don't have any disease and all. We thank God for that. But how are you feeling? What are your energy levels, right? What's the clarity of your thinking, Do you understand? How happy are you at the state of your body? I'm not even talking just body goals here, but how comfortable do you feel in your body? How are you sleeping? How is your all-round wellness? How is your health? We cannot parent above those things. Why? Because these things determine our moods. They determine how we respond. When a kid comes and is like whiny or something, imagine you that you're not feeling well your body you're exhausted how would you respond as opposed to when all those things you know are functioning how they're supposed to function so i like to show the fact that when you prioritize your health when you prioritize your wellness right when you prioritize your workouts drinking water getting adequate sleep yes (laughs) i know getting adequate sleep as a mom that's a laugh but let's put that in there when you prioritize those things You become a better mother because you feel better. And we cannot act above the level of our feelings. Our feelings dictate how we interact with the world, how we interact with the children, how we interact with the husband, how we show up in all our functions, right? And our feelings usually are determined by how well we feel. And so this is me encouraging you to start to prioritize your wellness. If for your body goals, but the thing again about body goals is I've seen that they, they drive for a while. Well, but it's, it's not something that is far reaching that keeps one showing up consistently time after time after time. So I know we love our children and we want the best of them. So how about you use this viewpoint to start to drive your wellness goals, your health goals, your fitness goals, your weight loss goals and start to put out that selfish card once in a while that I'm doing this for me, I have to do it for me because again, and it's not even so selfish because again, looking at it from that angle, you want to be a better mom to the kids. And so it's a win-win situation, right? It's a win-win situation. So now I'm going to give you three things. I'm going to give you three things that, um, you know, you can, we can start to work on to be able to do this effectively. Again, it's not selfishness that, uh-huh. We now do it. I mean, it, it, I mean, when we talk about self-care on um social media, usually it's about oh, going to the spa, Netflixes, and chilling. And all those things are fantastic. They are good. They are pertinent. I love them. In fact, yesterday, I sat down and I love reading. I love reading, right? Usually, what I have time for, self-development books, blah, blah, blah. I have a bunch of novels I haven't read. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make time to read them. Why? Because once I pick a novel, I don't want to drop it. But that yesterday, of course, they were at home and I still had to do things. They still had to eat, right? They still had to, they were all the mama, 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 this, that, bickering. I still had to do that. But I also made out time after having a good sleep, after having a recovery workout at my own pace, there wasn't intention of school runs and this and that. And then I picked up one of my novels. And for the first time in a long time, I was able to sit down and just read. And then I was done with the book in three hours. And I was like, oh, I haven't done that you know, in so long because I could immerse myself in an activity that gave me so much joy and that put me in such a good place and such a good mood that I know that it is going to last for a while, right? So we're also talking about self-care things, but here, again, I want to draw your attention to the wellness and fitness, you know, um, path, right? And the first thing, the first point I'm going to give is to start to think and prioritize wellness, fitness, health. As much as we do the wellness, the fitness, the health of our kids. I know no mom is listening to this that will just carry her face if her child is eating junk food two for seven. is not sleeping. is not drinking water. is barely getting in any movement. So how come we love these people so much? We love this little, little rug rat, <laughs> as I used to call my kids when they were small. We love them so much and we prioritize everything about them. But we seem to think that those same principles don't, you know, apply to us and we are not worth the effort. We're not worth the time. We're not worth the attention. We're not worth the sacrifice to prioritize our own health and wellness. Why is that? So I want you to start thinking of your health and wellness, the way you think about your children's health and wellness. You know how it is when, um, I know moms who, when their kids are giving drugs in the hospital, they set timers, they set alarms, they set reminders and everything. But when it comes to them, they forget. Why is it that we have dropped ourselves so much on the list of priorities that we seem not to matter? Right? It's not the best Well, one to wake up at one age and then be feeling bitter and resentful at the children because we as the adults and parents didn't do what we were supposed to do. I mean... If decide that, okay, you know what? I am going to start attacking this thing. Wake up 30 minutes early and I'm going to get in my workout because I am important. Don't tell me you can't do it because if somebody said that your child had to come to school 30 minutes earlier for some certain reason that is important to the child's future. Moms, we will do it. Let's be guided. So it's that perspective I want us to start taking to prioritize our health. And when we prioritize it as much, put it on as high a pedestal as we put the kids on, right? The second thing, when we've got that mindset right, when you've started making yourself to think that way, the second thing is to now sit down, itemize and recognize the things that will make you feel better. I cannot explain the joy and the peace that I had when I sat down and just read it. The, the book is titled Ogadima. I hope I pronounced that right my evil people. Ogadima, I think. And it's a novel I've had since that was in one of the books in one of my book clubs that I hadn't read. I sat down under three hours. I finished it. I, I was so, I was immersed in it. The kids were doing their thing. I was doing my thing. Start, let's start, sit down and itemize the things that give us joy, that give us pleasure that's one aspect. And then let's sit down and itemize the things that might be hard, but we know that we need. So on this list, we're going to have wants and then we're going to have needs. So the wants, like I want to take a spa day every month, you know, I want to um, maybe be able to cover. I mean, see, I've been there. I'm not talking at you. I know at a point in time, it was hard for me to find time to go you know, get my nails done. And anybody who knows me, I'm not about makeup. I'm not about anything, but my nails, I love getting my nails done. There was a point in time it was starting to get hard and I was like, how how can I not find time for this thing that brings me so much joy and pleasure in everything? So I started making my appointments ahead of time, right? So let's find those things that give us, that you know will put you in a good mood. And remember again, the mom is a thermostat of the house. So we don't want a tension-filled house. We don't want, you know, Let's itemize those things. Is it taking yourself out for lunch every two weeks or so even once a week, you know, at your favorite restaurant, whatever it is, then the things we know that we should do that might be hard, like walking out, Mhm, mm-hmm, like meal prepping, like going to bed on time, like drinking adequate water, that might be hard, but are so pertinent in us making a success of This feeling better and being the baddest, fittest, healthiest, slamming body version of ourselves. Because those things might be hard in the now, but they will pay such awesome dividends, right? And so I'd like you to itemize and bring those two things together. And then when you do that, you now figure out a way. I know the schedule is busy. I know in quotes, there is no time. But you know what? What I have found out from my experience and from teaching this to clients and helping them to walk through it is that that time that you don't have would expand to fit the things that you have determined are priorities. That time, that little time you seem to have, see the way the brain works, there's something called the RAS at the br- bottom of our brain, right? At the base of our brain. And the way the RAS works, the reticular articulating system. I hope I got that right. Yeah. But anyway, the way it works is that its job is to sift all the information the information that is coming your way as you're sitting there's so much sensory imputes that if the RAS is not there to sift out the information that is pertinent and important to you we can run mad because from colors to sounds to thoughts to so many things and so that is why if I came to you right now and said you know what or if you came to me and said Dami um look um Dami I want to buy you a red car whoever wants to buy Dami a red car please holler <laughs> I want to buy you a red car, right? I want to buy you a red, maybe Mercedes, whatever, and everything. And you tell me that when I go out from this moment on, because the Lord has answered my prayers, (laughs) right? All I'm going to be seeing are red Mercedes. It will be as if they just imputed that batch of cars into the city. But that isn't the case. The, the, The case now is that, I have told my brain, I've told my subconscious that, you know what, a red Mercedes is very important. So we need to start looking out for it. It is the same way when you tell your brain that wellness, fitness, weight loss, health, me working out, drinking water, making out time to do this, blah, 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 is very important to our survival. Your brain is going to start to figure out ways to expand to make out time for that to happen i have seen it happen time and time and time again and i can guarantee it it doesn't have to be any woo -woo, you know woo -woo, african magic thinking woo woo sit down affirmation chanting to seek that into your subconscious no you just have to start making it a thought in your mind that i am a priority my workouts are a priority you know me eating right is a priority blah 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 and you are going to start finding pockets of time. Your brain one day will just tell you, okay, if I sit down on my schedule and I shift this aside, a 15, My I have clients who work out during their lunch break. I have clients who send me their sweaty photos with full makeup on with earrings because they did it when they came back from work. I have clients who have cut down their scrolling time at night to be able to wake up in time for working out. When there's a will, truly a way will be made. Selfishness is. A superpower of motherhood. And I trust that you've taken something away from this podcast. It is my passion and my heartfelt desire, you know, that we'll fulfill all, all our roles to the best of our abilities without losing ourselves. So that is as a mother, as a wife, as an entrepreneur, as you, just as Dami. I don't ever want to lose myself in any role that I'm supposed to fill. And we also know, I believe, I know that motherhood is like, for me, the greatest role, parenting is the greatest role, the greatest job description that I have. Be that as it may be, I, I'm also here as an individual to fulfill a purpose, even if that purpose is just to chop life, <laughs> right, and be praising God. But I want to do all to the best of my ability without feeling resentful without waking up one day and feeling that I'm missing out without constantly being uncomfortable with my body and just feeling that things are not right and you know I'm dropping balls here and there and there I like to think of motherhood and life as you know a juggling out you know when you see the jugglers and they are throwing balls up and down and they don't drop any you throw it up and down you throw it up and down some are up at a point in time some are down some but you don't drop any that's how I like to look at it and how to try to maneuver my way around it. So I hope this has helped you. Remember those cards, bring them out when you need them. I'm not saying it every time. I'm not saying it every day, but don't feel guilty when you have to play a selfishness card for your sanity, for your wellness, and just to prioritize you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you in a bit. If you enjoyed this, um, please leave a rating, leave a review, share this with somebody who it will help. Subscribe so that whenever you get, um, whenever a new episode comes out, you know, you just get the notification and I will speak to you soon.